Hi everyone, this is Dan Cho, Managing Director of Pathways to Wholeness Lifestyle Medicine in Toronto. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Lifestyle is Medicine podcast. We're going to be talking about a fascinating paper that's hot off the press. It was published in December of 2018, and it's on a topic that you may have never heard about, but it's really relevant to the field of lifestyle medicine and your experience as you transition to a plant-based diet. And that topic is what's uh, sometimes called vegaphobia or sometimes vegaphobia. So Dr. Cho, what is vegaphobia? Yeah, uh, vegaphobia, I guess strictly speaking, would be uh, like a hatred or a fear of vegans. But I think broadly, it's kind of it's often generalized to you know stigma towards vegans, discrimination and uh, dislike of vegans, that type of thing. So that would be generally what we would refer to as vegaphobia. Yeah, and when you read this paper, and we'll provide a link to it in the uh, episode notes. It's really interesting to hear uh, vegans share about some of the difficult experiences they face uh, being vegan within the family, with their friends, even in the workplace. So uh, can you share with us some of the things that they shared with the researchers? Yeah, I love this paper because they actually write down quotations from some of the participants uh, about their experiences. And they recall you know, often being called crazy Mm. Uh, they said like you know everywhere I go I have to try to defend myself everyone try to prove me wrong as in they try to prove why going vegan is wrong they often uh, they report that they often feel like they're being looked down on by other people mm. uh, there's one uh, very interesting one this uh, one individual they uh, recall how their dad's friends try to bribe them to eat a hamburger or some steak uh, they try to bribe him or him or her to uh, with $200 to eat the steak and uh, you know that's obviously could be very distressing especially coming from your dad's own friends um, and then another individual they talk about how uh, they look forward to coming home from from breaks from school uh, but to the family they're the only ones in the family that are vegan but when they come home you know you often look f- forward to eating with your family and so forth you haven't seen them in a long time but then the family they would produce a meal that has tons of cheese on it and dairy you know, and they'll think, you know, oh, this is vegan enough, right? But it's like, well, no, it's not really vegan, you know. So, and then, you know, their parents who tell them to, you know, kind of, they keep on reminding them or keep on telling them to eat steak and things like that. Right. So uh, those are some of the experiences that uh, are recalled by some of the vegans in the focus groups that the researchers put together. Yeah, I think and I think many of uh, us in lifestyle medicine, those who are plant-based, can resonate with these experiences. Uh, definitely uh, growing up uh, when I was becoming more plant-based, we did face things like this where you go to a family dinner and they would... Uh, first, you'd go there and you feel kind of bad because you feel like you're sort of the odd you know the black sheep and, and you're putting you feel like you're putting an extra burden on the hosts as well like right. as if they have to go out of their way you know exactly yeah. you know and they'll you know they'll point out oh so daniel you can eat this and this and uh, you know this has meat and you almost feel like you're a burden and um and we've you know i've faced myself where people would start you know challenge you and almost mock you you know and saying that you have to eat meat or why can't you you know drink milk or egg and um it's like you know hey it's not that i can't i just that i don't want to 
Right.、Um, it, it's very interesting you bring that up about family gatherings because in the study, the、uh, one of the people they said, you know,、uh, they said that holidays are the worst when the whole family gets together. So that's、uh, that's a common experience it seems amongst people who've gone plant based.、Mm-hmm. That family gatherings are typically a challenging time. Right.、Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, um. I th- on the other hand, though, I think that things are changing. Where、right? you know,、uh, plant based eating now is becoming more accepted and well known. So, do you think that you know, as、uh, I mean, this year has been called the year of the vegan, right? I think by Business Week or Forbes or something like that. Right.、Um, so, do you think that you know, while those who are going plant based may face some of these challenges? That over time, as plant-based eating becomes more mainstream and accepted, you know things will change in the experience of those who are going plant-based. I think it will.、Uh, it wasn't too long ago where veganism, going vegan, plant-based was kind of as weird, right? Kind of people really didn't understand, but now it's gaining more traction, and usually the stigma tends to go away once things become more popular, right? right. So I, I would I would imagine that the stigma would go away, and to be honest,、uh, if For those of us who are experiencing stigma of some sort,、uh, I think it, it will be well worth it if we eventually get our message out and more people start adopting a plant-based diet. Now, I think that as plant-based eating continues to grow and become more widely accepted, you know, everyone's jumping on the bandwagon now. Everyone feels like they need to provide plant-based options. Recently, I was at a supermarket, a Korean supermarket, and I saw an instant noodle, the Korean、uh, ramen. That was branded as vegan. <laughs> that's so, crazy. So that's you know that kind of, and I would have never thought that. And so everyone tried to jump on the bandwagon, try to provide vegan options, and you know there's more influencers, athletes, celebrities, etc., who are pushing for the benefits of plant-based eating for the environment and this sort of thing. But I think that there's a danger in that too, where as plant-based eating is increasingly being shown to be right, it can be easy. For those who are plant-based, to switch from a victim mentality、uh, to one of maybe arrogance and pride, and、so、I think sometimes vegans can come off as being overzealous and annoying, which might exacerbate the negative stigma for those who are not vegans. And I think the study was really interesting because they actually talked about that, where they also studied those who are not vegans and what their perceptions about vegans are. They they did and they、uh, reinforcing exactly what you're saying. So they asked vegetarians and omnivores.、Mm-hmm. So omnivores are people who don't have any dietary restrictions. They asked them, you know, what they think about vegans, and really it was consistently it was pretty negative. Only the vegans had a positive view of themselves, but even vegetarians had negative views of vegans, and a lot of it had to come down to kind of like they feel like they're being judged. You know, one friend,、uh, one person said that you know. When they're around、um, a vegan friend, you know they feel like if they're going to eat this hamburger or this cheeseburger, they feel like they're being judged、mm. by the、uh, by the vegan. They feel like vegans they're too、uh, too zealous. They always talk about you know I'm a vegan, well, you should be vegan, vegan. You know they always kind of hear this and they kind of get annoyed,、yes. right? And so then this leads to distancing behaviors where they kind of they want to start distancing themselves from these vegans because they really feel annoyed by them.、Uh, they feel like they're too preachy. Mm. Um, things like that, right? So,、uh, so it's definitely true, and so vegans often come off the wrong way, and it's it is it would be concerning if once veganism becomes or the vegan diet becomes more popular, that then they start turn around and start 
doing the same things to those who aren't vegan. Right. The the persecuted becomes a persecutor. That's well, right. And uh, you know, you know, uh, I use the term persecuted lightly, but you know, in history, that often what happens, right? Those who are marginalized when they get into power, they do the exact same things that were done to them. Yes, and uh, it would be extremely unfortunate if vegans start using the strong arm of government to then start saying, you know, since meat is bad for you, we should start banning meat or things like that. You know, I think that would be very, very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but human nature tells us that that is plausible, and that's that's something that we have to be careful about. Right. So it kind of goes both ways. So I guess those who are vegan or fully plant based, they they feel like those who are not are giving them a hard time and but vice versa as well. Those who are not fully plant based, like our veg- vegetarian friends or those who still eat meat, they feel like vegans might sometimes give them a hard time. It's That's like a two way street. Yes, yes. And I think that like sometimes uh that uh, like extreme arguments really paint veganism in a really bad uh, bad light as well so for example I recently heard uh, was listening to a talk on a university campus where they were talking about social cultural issues and one guy came up and basically said that it was it was wrong to kill an animal but he was okay with ending, ending the life of a comatose patient in a hospital so like things like that you know it's like it, and when people hear that you know it kind of paints veganism in, a, in an extreme light right so basically like the uh, guy seems to uh, have valued an animal more than a human is that's that right like for me you know i fully believe in plant-based eating but an animal is an animal a human regardless of what their state is are always going to be more valuable than an animal like clearly we're different yeah that's and, that's that's so extreme yeah and you know i think vegans they often come off as like as seem to value uh, value these animals more than humans sometimes the way we talk that's that's really that's really unfortunate right well those who come from like the animal rights angle and many do right yes and yeah that's kind of my point like using some of these extreme arguments kind of paints veganism in a bad light and can turn people off yeah yeah so if we have a listener you know who is on a lifestyle medicine journey and they're you know trying to go plant-based what should they do about this sort of like these challenges that they might face this, uh, you know, the stigma or vegophobia is, is sometimes called. Well, I think a few things. First, you know, we will never get rid of, we can't control how people think about us uh, generally. So so there's going to be always people who think that it's weird and, and they might they might pressure us. But I think we have to learn to live with that, especially in a free society. That That's, that's part of living in a free society where mm. people are going to think differently about you. And so... Uh, that's something that we should expect. But you know, there are a few things that we can do. Number one is first, I think it's important not to assume people's motives. Mm. So what do you mean by that? So what I mean is that sometimes we sense that people are judging us, but really it's sometimes it's just us kind of thinking that they're judging. We're assuming that they're they're judging us, Mm -hmm. right? But it might not necessarily be the case. And this goes for vegans and for omnivores. So, So we, you know, we can't read people's thoughts. We can't read people's motives. So uh, sometimes, so it's important for us not to assume that someone is judging us because we might be wrong. Right. right? So, like for instance, if somebody asks you, so oh, why? Like if you say that you're plant based and you can't eat the meat that they prepared, and they might ask you, oh, why? Why can't you eat that? They might not be necessarily asking you in a condescending manner, right? They're not saying like, oh, like judging you for not eating it. They might just be curious and want to know. That's right. Yeah. We so we can't assume. We might. We have to try to give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Yeah, you know, sometimes in our society, you know, we think like disagreement 
or someone saying that we're wrong that's like they're judging us well not not really they might have a dis- they might disagree they might be curious right but they might not be doing it with bad intent or bad feelings mm-hmm. right so uh it, it's it's, be- it's best to just steer away from this whole thing about judging assuming motives you know and i think that's on on the flip side if for those who are plant-based if we say that oh you know i can't eat that because i'm i'm a vegan we might not be saying that because we're being self-righteous we just you know that's the reason why we can't yeah eat, we right? just so give an explanation we're vegan yeah, so you know <laughs> we're not saying they're bad we're just saying we can't eat it that's right so yeah. people shouldn't assume that oh it's i'm, I'm trying to put myself on a pedestal that's right that. or try to like preach to them by saying oh hey i'm vegan and hinting that you should be vegan too well that might not, not necessarily be the case i don't think that oftentimes it really isn't the case. We just try to answer your question. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Another uh, thought is um, is about this idea of feeling forced. And I think from both sides, it was clear that uh, like the vegans, they often feel like people try to forcing them to eat meat. And then okay. the omnivores, they feel like the vegans are forcing them. But really, I think the idea of being forced is overused in our language, in our society, mm. right? Uh, really, in our society, no one really forces you to eat anything, really. We might feel pressure, but it's not force. And so sometimes I think we use the term force and it really exaggerates what's happening, right? right. I think it's more about feeling pressure. For instance, when I went to family dinners, you know, there's only a few vegans. And so the most, the majority, like 90% of everyone else, they were all uh, omnivores. So you do feel there's some pressure, right? But that wasn't being forced. But it's easy to think that we're being forced just because we're feeling pressured. Right. You know what I mean? When I think about force, it's, when I think of you know somebody coming and with a gun and telling you what to do or else you die, that to me is more like force. Exactly, yeah. But to feel pressured isn't really force. You're not being forced to do anything. Right, right, yeah, yeah. You know, and the other one is about you know being opinionated. So, you know, um, so the some it's it's clear that both sides they feel like the other side is very opinionated, right? Uh, but, you know, there's a difference between being opinionated and having strong opinions, right? So being opinionated is kind of, is like, is having, is being assertive with conceit, you know? But strong opinions just could be, you know, I, strong, I strongly believe in this, right? But on the other hand, I think for vegans, though, it's, a, be, we should be aware that, you know, there are, there is a perception that we are opinionated, mm-hmm. you know? So I think kind of being humble at the same time. Mm. Uh, is is very important and I, I i can't say i know exactly what the balance is right um but you know we can have a firm opinion but you know let's be humble about it getting into shouting matches for instance with non-vegans is probably not a good idea it's, it's unnecessary you know so being having a humble attitude i think is is important i think also like trying not to push your views on people you know not every conversation has to be about vegan and like why it's so important and how we're going to save the world through veganism, right? It's, you know, not every place and time and the people you're with needs to hear that, right? So I think being wise about the conversations and I think oftentimes I find that um, kind of like letting them initiate the con- So when we say that, you know, I can't eat it because I'm plant-based and they might ask you why, then that's an opportunity to answer the question, but not to keep harping on it because that can really turn, rub people the wrong way and it, so much so that people who might want to be fully plant-based might be turned off against that because like hey i don't want to become like that 
That's it's, right. It's yeah. Annoying vegan or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I think the uh, character of the messenger is sometimes important too, not just the message itself, mm-hmm. right? Right. So. And you know, plant-based eating is so wonderful. It's so so beneficial in so many ways that it'd be unfortunate if we turn people away just because we're being annoying or something like that, right? Uh, that'd be unfortunate. And you know, uh, uh, Daniel, just one final thought is that. I think it's important to uh, stay humble. So going back to the whole humble thing, you know, uh, right now it's very clear, both from the science and that the plant-based eating is really the the way to go, right? Scientifically, for the environment, in in terms of being compassionate to animals, there's so many different reasons why plant-based eating is the way to go. And more and more people like you had mentioned are going more plant-based, right? So... I believe that the plant-based movement is winning. Uh, would you agree? Uh, I think so too. Yeah, yes. I think I think we're winning. Or at least we're it, momentum is picking up. Oh yeah, the momentum is is really strong on our side. And but I think it's important that despite the fact that we're winning and I think that we will we will really uh, the uh, movement will really really gain a lot of traction. Uh, I think despite that I think we have to stay humble at the same time. Right? And not get arrogant not try to use a strong arm of government to try to beat down and legislate veganism on other people who might not want to eat that way. Like that could be seen as very arrogant, which is in our interaction with people becoming very arrogant. I think that's that would be really, really unfortunate. Uh, so I want to encourage all of our folks who are plant-based, you know, to 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 keep on holding strong despite some of the stigma because I think the momentum is really on our side. But at the same time, you know, we, we, we should stay humble as well. Yes. And uh, maybe if we have a listener who has negative perceptions about vegans, any words for them? Yeah, just some thoughts is, you know, um, uh, you know I think uh, there might be some uh, annoying uh, vegans and so forth, and, that, and that's really not good. But, you know, there are a lot of good, uh, good people who, who mean well who really do want the best for other people, for animals, and for the planet, right? So they have a lot of good intentions. I would encourage those who aren't plant-based to, you know, really look into the science, right? Uh, Look into science, look into the health benefits, uh, and so forth, and really uh, look, explore those things, and maybe that might encourage you. Try to stay away from the people. If you focus on the people, then that could really um, cloud our thinking in in a... unnecessary way right people are always going to disappoint you yeah people always disappoint you um so but you know uh vegan uh the plant-based message is can be tailored to each individual right and so it's beneficial to the individual so uh think about you know how is it going to be beneficial to me and hopefully that'll push people to consider really transitioning to a plant-based diet Right. right and even if there is a someone who's plant-based who might be you know, made more of a turn off. You don't have to be that way. You could be a plant-based eater who's, you know, respectful and a good representative of what plant-based eating is all about. I recently heard uh, somebody say that, you know, the plant-based eating is really about compassion, right, to your body, to the world around us. Mm-hmm. But we also have to extend that compassion to the people around us as well as as individuals, right? So I think we, we should never forget that. Yeah, you know, I like what you said, how, you know, we can be a... a uh, we can be a different vegan, not right. the annoying type of vegans, just right. uh, the compassionate, kind, humble vegans. I think that's that's important. Right. Yeah. 
Great. So that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will provide a link to the article on the episode page. So we encourage you to check that out and read the study for yourself. And if you have not subscribed to the podcast, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And please feel free to leave us a review and a rating as well. It will help us to reach more people with the simple yet powerful principles of lifestyle medicine. You can learn more about Pathways to Wholeness in our clinics at www.pathwaystowholeness.ca. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, remember, your lifestyle is medicine.